Hello, and welcome to the Librarians and Leviathans podcast. Tonight, Librarians and Leviathans proudly present Hell's Rebels, a Pathfinder campaign of subterfusion insurrection by James Jacobs, with Nathan as the DM. Episode 12. Hey, I think we found our bass player. Book One, In Hell's Bright Shadow. The rebellion begins. The city of Kintago has long been a safe haven for artists, free thinkers, and those marginalized by the oppressive Chelish government. But now the city has been placed under martial law by Inquisitor Barzlai Thrun. When a protest turns into a riot, a new group of heroes comes together to form an organized resistance against the devil binding government the Church of Asmodeus. But can they survive long enough to establish allies? Or will they simply become the latest victims of the thrice damned House of Thrun? Featuring Becca as Cassia and Sin, Angus as Reginald, Luke as Malaxius, and me, Shim, as Zimgalar. You choose a new map. Yes, you guys uh, find yourselves um, located outside of the building. Um, it uh, looks extremely ramshackle and um, kind of uh, what's it called? In uh, damaged, um, kind of like kind of with the wear and tear over the years. Um, and um you you get the impression that like kind of um that large part of that is as uh you heard earlier that like it was originally dedicated to a rodent and um basically ever since the kind of as uh, asmodeus worship took over in Cheliax, um did, did basically uh any any old site of his if it wasn't claimed by asmodeus has basically been abandoned mm. mm-hmm. um Testing the door, it appears to be um, kind of uh, holds shut. Um, something's basically wedged its way around. Um, 
but you do see a few kind of like holes in the wall that you might be able to squeeze through if you can climb up to them. Um, looking around, does it look like there are any sort of uh, like tracks of people using entrances, stroke exits to get in and out? Give me a survival track. Cool, cool. Can't remember if I have tracking as a witch guard. I think I do. Yeah, I do. Cool. Yeah, so um, you do find a, a few tracks, um, and there appears to be basically kind of a, a pathway off to the side here that. Um, People seem to basically kind of use, and then the tracks disappear. You assume they perhaps scale the building and climb in. Right. Okay. Well, um, looks like most of people here um mm. don't like using doors. Um, I imagine people use windows and stuff to get in and out. They seem quite dexterous. This lot. Uh. If we have a look around the building, that's really not my forte. I I prefer doors myself. Um, yeah, I'm a door fan myself. I mean, the, these people must be like ambidextrous or something. There, I mean, to get through the windows so easily. If we sort of have a look round, I mean, there might be lookouts on that. We should be careful. Yeah. Can we sort of skirt around at a bit of a distance and just? sort of scan for any sign of people who might be looking out for people trying to get in, for example. Sentries, that's the word. I think I catch that last bit you said. Um, can we sort of do a circuit at a bit of a safe distance and just try and get an idea if there might be sentries looking out for people trying to do exactly what we're trying to do. Yep, make, make me a perception check. Make me a stealth check. Gnome? Oh, no. Uh, yeah, you, you do catch sight of a couple people on the roof uh, who are basically just kind of looking uh, vaguely, kind of keeping their eye out. Um, and at first, it's quite hard to kind of catch sight of them. Um, but like with enough time, you're pretty certain there's a few people there. I will point this out to everyone. We could do this some sort of harmless distraction that might get their attention but not uh not make them how about it. the flaming barrel trick again i mean i'd be down uh, for that that sounds like a lot of fun um, you distract them we sort of try and sneak in I, um, so the concept the concept i have is perhaps if there was some sort of say an altercation on one side of the building uh, a certain amount of involving a flaming barrel 
it it could involve a flowing barrel, but preferably not directed at the building as such, because that might inspire them to come out and do something. Whereas really, I just want them to look in that sort of direction. And as they they turn their gaze in uh, towards our lovely decoy, perhaps if Sin would be willing to slip through this door and remove whatever is wedging it shut. I can certainly do that. Can't promise I won't kill anyone who's in there, though. Well, no, but uh, omelettes, eggs, you know, that sort of thing. Um, so, who would like to be involved in a brief but noisy altercation? Look at Mal and Reggie. <laughs> yeah, I, I also vote for the flaming barrel. Have we got any barrels around? Uh, are there like any abandoned containers or barrels nearby? The first team you control is going to be called the flaming barrels. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Right, well, um, I've got a bit of spirit on me um, and some rags. Um, could go back for a barrel, pick up that tiefling as well, but it's a bit far. It's a bit far. Oh, yeah, we should have interrogated them, shouldn't we? I'll, I'll come back to him. Need to have a word with him. Also, Reggie, while we're discussing causing problems, do you need healing? I apologize. Uh, where you I, I always need healing. <laughs> I didn't realise you were hurt, sorry. So. I'm perpetually injured. <laughs> sorry. We've got to get you some DR. Yeah. Watch the gun that's not got 10 foot range. That would help. <laughs> I regret my life choices. <laughs> why didn't I have to why didn't I have to fucking trick a dwarf that had a rifle into giving me his gun? That's <laughs> 12 healing, there you go. Amazing. Full health. I'm out of health, guys. Yeah. Well. It's a good time to do the party then, isn't it? Yeah, maybe we should reconsider. I mean, Cassie doesn't use her spells in the fight. That's true. Her spells right now basically are just healing. <laughs> the downside is days won't work on tieflings. Hmm. That's my problem. So I've got, I've got one first level spell slot, uh, and then I'm down to casting, like. Scrivener's chant. You possibly use your whip to trip things up, etc., and I can try and do some maiden lovers while oh. the three actually deal the damage. Yeah, I mean, I can stab people with a star knife. I just don't have spells after that. We can always start it, and then if things go really south, 
make yeah. a bolt for it. Um. All right. Um. Can I use some of my? Can I use my performance skills? Uh, in combination with Reggie, perhaps Mal, at one side of the building, the opposite side from where this door is. Uh, uh, over here, basically. Yeah, over there. Basically, like there, but maybe a little bit further away, so it doesn't look like we're trying to cause a, dis a distraction. Okay. But like, yeah, there. Can I essentially do an impromptu uh, argument scene? With yourself. Uh, no, I want I want uh, either Mal or Reggie or both to be there for this argument. Who wants to go? I uh, sure. <laughs> I feel like it's probably more realistic that a an ome would be arguing with an anemic looking human than a like seven foot tall toad man. Yeah, they I mean, could just yeah. crush him underfoot. <laughs> It doesn't have to be like a violent argument. It just has to be distracting. Uh, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm down. All right, uh, give me a second. Let me, let me just drag Reggie over. Let's get oh. salty. I don't know how to change the art on my pawn, by the way. Uh, also, uh, you... Like that, fuck the fog of war. We can see inside the building now. Well, at this point, it, like, it doesn't matter that much. Okay. Um, you're meant to see the building anyway. Um, Advanced Fog of War has many benefits. Um, right. You guys are arguing. What exactly are you saying? I just need... This is, this is, this is, this is important. Uh, I think we probably would have talked about it before. <laughs> I think... I think we start off with artistic differences about the uh, the direction that our band is going, um, and then move on to uh, more personal matters, uh, shall we say? Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I I just need to check something. Um... I'm just saying, etter caps are pretty low, even for you. You've got to have standards. Oh, I thought you meant a musical band, or, or do you? No, no, no. We're going to start off with the, the, the uh, having artistic differences over our band, and then uh, you know there are there are many uh, more insulting and amusing ways for onloggers that this can go. Onloggers uh, are off limits. Um, <laughs> do you mean adventuring band or musical band? Both. <laughs> Look, Etercaps were the only people that wanted to play on the keyboard, okay? Uh, we... They don't even have fingers. Oh. They've got them little pincer things. I mean, you've got to think the practicalities, uh, you know, what's wrong with look, the I'm, drum kit? I'm, I'm sorry I didn't pass my knowledge nature check when I was thinking about, oh, whether we should let the Etercaps play the keyboard. They wanted to play. I know <laughs> they're playing, it's not... And then we had to get that horse just to lug the keyboard around and it wouldn't go down the stairs in the dungeon because it was scared of the dark. Right. Uh, at this point, I'm going to have to ask everyone to roll initiative. Um, 
as an angry Strix is going to start throwing a, a throw a throw a scorching ray at you guys. Uh, more specifically, oh, no. Reginald. <laughs> um, the, 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 the notes for this character is um, ta- Scarplum targets humans in favor of all other foes um, and gets angry at like the slightest provocation. Um, I was not expecting a Strix. Yeah, just get inside as quickly as possible. <laughs> That's the people who, who did their best to get as far away from the door as possible. Um, we don't have to get inside. They have to get inside. You're the ones getting attacked by Scorching Rays right now. Yeah. Our, jo- <gasps> our job is now to flee. <laughs> uh, right. So she got 16. Reginald got... Which plan does Hindle Malekis be able to get through a door? Oh yeah. no, I remember that. <laughs> oh god, not again. <laughs> not the doors. Um, okay, um, Malexius uh, also needs to be added to the turn order. Uh, and so does Sin. Sin's on turn order. Is Sin? Yeah. Oh, Sin Cassie is. should be as well. Cassie isn't for some reason. Right, let's try adding that. Okay, right. Uh, surprise round. Alexius, unfortunately, you can't do anything. Scarplume. Um... It's going to attempt to make a scorching ray. Well, what's your next character idea? Uh, not a human. Hate humans to the point where they want to kill me first. Not a human. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking Ifrit. Uh, right. So one d twenty. Is this uh, a ranged attack? Ranged touch attack. Uh, what did you? Oh, you haven't rolled to hit to hit yet. Okay. Yeah, I'm. Cool, cool, I'm just cool, trying cool. to calculate what her range touch uh, like thing is supposed to be. Uh, I just can't see where a de- uh, dexterity seventeen. That's plus three, and then her bab is two. Eleven. Misses. Well, what? I, I mean, technically, I guess doesn't doesn't miss because it hits my. It doesn't hit my flat footed. Uh, so it just it hits my my armor. <laughs> I'm an armored band member. Fear me. <laughs> uh, yeah, she uh, uh, a, the scorching ray basically just kind of burns into the ground next to you as you you you, you are continuing this like ensemble and you kind of it all comes to a halt. Um, nobody else can act in the surprise round, so we return to the top, Alexius. Uh, you hear combat erupt from behind the back of the building. You, well, you, might, you might also hear a shriek like a small child. <laughs> uh, you, you also hear, um, if, I, if I'm allowed to say something out of initiative, you hear Reginald say, hey, I think we found our bass player. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the plan was to bust in... Uh, while the distraction was going, so I guess I'm going to try bust open the door. Can you make me a strength check? 
no. Um, you barge into the door. You didn't expect any form of resistance, um, but you think that something's popped up against back the behind of the door, and um, that's basically making it impossible for you to do anything. Oh, uh, okay. Um, right. Where did they go? Where did? Uh, right. Uh, so next up in the turn, Scarplume will attempt to hit you again, Reginald. Fourteen. Am I still flat-footed? Uh, you ha- have you acted yet? No. No. Nope. So yeah, fourteen hit your touch. Can I? Can I use my gunslinger's dodge if I haven't acted? Uh, I, think, I think I can. It doesn't say I can't, and it's not. It doesn't say it's an action. Oh, sorry, it's an immediate action. Can I use an immediate action if I'm flat-footed? You can use your immediate action whenever you like. Yeah, I it's think. only attacks opportunity you can't. Amazing. So I will use an immediate action uh, to um, just dodge five feet out of the way. Um... I don't have any more grip points, which is pretty bad. How far up in the air is this creature? She's currently hovering about 30 feet up. Oh, oh god. Apparently has your flat-footed touch, so... Oh, flat-footed touch attack, right. Yeah, because you're flat-footed. Oh, no, you're not this... Have you acted? No, you haven't. No, not yet. Um... Uh, in that case, I, I will not use a grip point because she was going to hit me anyway. Okay. Uh, in that case, Scorching Ray is 46, I think. Because she can only do one ray. It is 46. Oh boy. 17. Oh boy. <laughs> Roasted. <laughs> Roasted and toasted. I'm on two hit points. Oh, I thought it was going to actually kill you. Yeah, uh, we had fun with this encounter last time I played this game. Um, free. That's her turn. Uh, she does anybody uh, speak um, Strix? Nope. Nope. No. You catch the occasional word in common, um, as well as many words in other uh, other languages, another language. Uh, and she seems to be insulting you quite heavily, Reginald. She does not seem to like you. Um, but you get the impression it's more because you're a human and not because of anything else. Uh, it's okay. I have that effect on most women. Excellent. Why? <laughs> Why would I drink your water? <laughs> Um, zim it's your turn she's 30 feet above you guys um i'm gonna just like put her here she's like kind of just above uh, hovering above reginald um i just need to check something extremely important can you grab her with your whip please say yes no 
No. But, okay. I'm going to move directly under her. So as to be within 30 feet. Uh-huh. Uh, actually, do I have to? Uh, no. Can, can she be within 30 feet of me, please? Yes. I would like her to make a DC 14 will save. What are you doing? I'm casting days. Uh, because we'll... I'm really hoping she's got four or less hit dice, and I know Strix's moods. Uh, four or less hit dice. She has four hit dice. Okay. Um, is but days also... an illusion spell? Uh, it is not. It is an enchantment compulsion mind affecting spell. Okay, so it's only a plus three, so she gets 11, I said fails. She's dazed, and she cannot take any actions for one round. Which is important, because... Does that mean she falls? Hovering requires an action. She's going to fall on her turn, I think. Okay. (laughs) She's got some time. Yeah, this is like the fucking, like, um... Roadrunner cartoon where <laughs> it's like fucking realizes that they're dazed six seconds after fucking getting hit by it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and now uh, I, I'm going to uh, step to be next to her so that when she falls to the ground, she will pass through one of my threatened squares. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Technically, uh, if she falls, like, I've got a cube of threatened squares. So, when she falls and hits the ground, <laughs> she also goes through my threatened square. Okay. Is there no, uh, presumably no rule on, um, uh, like, involuntary movement through threatened squares the same way there is in fifth? I haven't seen one about falling through threatened squares. Like, if you get bull rushed and stuff, it only works if you have the, the appropriate feats to make you give it, but... When it's just falling? Don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't think there is, because you are, like, moving. Interesting question. Does falling provoke attacks of opportunity? Um, Right, let's keep going. Uh, Cassia, as soon as it's your turn, then it's Cassia. Uh, The plan had been for her to begin to nip... So lurching, is there anything blocking the door that she can remove? Okay, so deliberate movement provokes forced or involuntary movement doesn't according to the Paizo forums. Yeah. Okay, never mind. It still means I'll be able to stab with a star knife. Mm. Right, so what was Sin doing? Um, she's phrased lurching through the door and looking to see if there's anything on this side that she can lift to let the guys in. There's uh, two big rocks. Would you like to make me a strength check? Um, she... Wait, why can't she? Can I just, just borrow your token? Ah, okay, cool, right. So she can't see the two people hiding off in the distance. No, she can see two here, but she was told to get let the others get in. <laughs> to try and shift uh, a rock. You, you, it, it ta- it's a quite a bit of effort, um, but you, you shift the rock just enough so that the, the door can swing open and pe- um, you, you think that um, uh, Lexis can squeeze squeeze in. Cool. Sweet. Uh, We've been under that impression before, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> when, I say, when I say squeeze, I don't mean squeeze, squeeze. I mean, like, just push through. 
I'm, I'm still saying when you hit fifth level, you take favored enemy doors. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Cassia is going to go and uh, duck behind this and just wait to see what happens. Uh, she might do it. She actually has a spare action. She's going to try and do that stealthily. So stealth outside the door and then try and sneak in. Yeah, trying to do stealth to get behind the desk without being spotted. Uh, right. Um, I don't even know. Like they're not looking your direction, but like because they're they're attempting to climb out the building. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna let one of them have a perception check. Nope. Um. Oh, you know what? I'll let the other one have one. Nope. Yeah, they they, they don't see you. Um. They're they're, they're going to continue with their grand plan of climbing out the building to attack you from behind. Uh, I probably heard the clock being moved. To be fair. <laughs> well, they're 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 actually quite terrified of Scarplume. Okay. Um. And yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. They didn't. They didn't catch the rock being moved. Um. They're 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 going out the window. Uh, out the. So wait, when you come in, you're just going to see like <laughs> a pair of bombs sticking out of windows. <laughs> so this, the party gets into the dungeon while the the bad guys leave. Um, then put the rocks back. <laughs> we are the encounter now. <laughs> yes. Fearless PCs. Uh, Reginald, uh, no, sorry, it's not Reginald. It's it's Reginald. Reginald, then it's Reginald. Uh, okay. Uh, we lost somebody. Uh, Craig or reverse Craig? Uh, Giark, uh, DC. Giark. Okay. Oh, that's why his name Giark. <laughs> uh, it took like that long to realize. <laughs> How long have we been using Craig for? <laughs> okay, well, I'll just make Craig drop out and come back. All right. There we go. I think uh, I'm, I'm going to... So it's going to fall, but it's not currently falling, or has it oh. now fallen? It's about to fall. Um... I think you could just fire your blunderbuss up in the air and you'll hit it. Would it not be outside of the first range increment? Yes, it would, because it's 30 feet up still. Yeah, you can, I'm, I'm going to hold... Can I delay my turn until... You can after... ready an action for when it enters your like your 10 foot, then you can fire then. You could um, ready an action for when it hits the ground and then shoot it while it's not moving. And on the floor, that point blank range. Uh, yes, that, that was what I was going to do. But I was going to use delay instead of just like ah, yeah. ready, so I can use a swift action to get more damage. Yeah, that's a shot. All right, so that will be technically after Scarplum's turn, or yes. yeah, after. Yeah. Cool. Right, so it's Red Shield now. Um, they clamber out the building and make it here. Regil 7 clambers out of the building and makes it here. Uh, no, one square back. Uh, Malexius. Right. Um, you making your way in the building? I am indeed. Okay. You're inside the building. 
There is no one here. Cassia, you saw some people leaving. Um, I think you're the only person who could see them. I think Sin can see them as well. But uh... Uh, I guess Lexius would move all the way in and then turn and say, Where is everyone? Window. Out the window. <laughs> oh my god. Um, Lexius will move towards the window. <laughs> Put the uh... rocks back. <laughs> we did climb in the window there, apparently, so... <laughs> Because they're not expecting the rocks to have moved. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to put them all here. They're all just going to go at the back. Because that's easier for me to deal with. So that's Malexi's turn. Uh, Scarplume is going to be unconscious. They're going to start falling. Uh, they're going to hit the ground for 3d6 because they're mm-hmm. beat up. They take 12 points of damage. Ouch. Ouch. We're just going to watch. <laughs> um, Reginald, it is your turn. They will wake up taking the damage. Yeah, yes. They're only dazed anyway. They're not unconscious. Oh, they're so, dazed, yeah. Are they prone? I could yeah. I will. Oh well. you, can't, you can't take actions. I suppose. If I if I am within five feet, uh, I don't get the disadvantages for being like shooting something that's prone, right? In... Uh, possibly. I mean, that makes sense to me. Mm. Yeah, seems reasonable. We will check it later. Uh, yeah, okay. I'm going to step up, um, use my swift action to uh, use focused aim, uh, which uses my last crit point for the day. Uh, please get me killing blows, gun. Um, Come on, gun. Uh, and. I am. Um, uh, yeah, I'm just going to shoot at it with a bullet. Um, so that's plus. Uh, sorry, one sec. Plus five. Nice. Come on. Fuck! Um. <laughs> Oh, I can uh, I can use my Black Powder Bravado ability to reroll that. Yes, do it. 17. 17. Yeah, that hits. Cool. Uh, cool. I will roll for damage. Seven damage. Uh, you leave a stinging, stinging like kind of leave her in a lot of pain, and she screeches at you, um, extremely upset and, uh, and very unhappy. Uh, uh, you see, bitch, I should fire too. 
<laughs> okay. Zim, um... There I, I'm, is... I'm angry. I'm on two health. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially because you got healed like five minutes ago. Yeah. Thank you. I don't need to heal fucking back to full. <laughs> this is unacceptable. Star nice time. Okay. No, not even with the flanking. Oh, wait. Flanking prone? Flanking prone plus six. So 14 versus AC? Um. She is flat-footed, so... Is she flat-footed? Is she? No, I don't know. I'm not sure what she should be right now. She's prone, uh, which means, uh, she, like, you get a minus four... She has a minus four AC on melee attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, and gets minus four on her attack rolls and can't use ranged weapons, except for crossbows. Nah. Except for crossbows and... Two-handed firearms. Hooray! Okay, against melee attack, so her AC is 14 right now. Okay, but I get a 10 with the flanking bonus. Okay. So, that's what I'm going to do it, and timely inspiration isn't going to help. Okay, I fail. Ah. Still flanked. Then. Um... There are two red gills coming round the side of the building to the front door that you've just opened for everybody. Oh, Reggie, if you didn't use a move action, because a five-foot step shouldn't count, uh, you might want to pull out a melee weapon. Um, I think instead I'm going to take the ballsy move and reload my gun. Fair. Do I? Do we get to like attack her? Oh no, that means I wouldn't get an AOO. Uh, yeah. Also, you'd provoke. If she's got yeah, Okay. I mean, in that case, I will just pull out. Um, I believe it was just a dagger that was given to me before. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yep. Um. So. That is B.O.B. 2 plus my dex, which is 2. Is this on your turn, Jim, or are we doing an AOS now? Uh, it'll be if she stands up, basically. Yeah, yeah okay. So, uh, uh, what's Sin doing? Sin is probably being told to go investigate what's happening. <laughs> so yeah, Sin is slowly making her way to the other side of the building. Okay, so you're leaving the door open then? Um, probably. Cool. Unfortunately, the voice in the sky is, is outside the building, so she's not mm-hmm. hearing the rocks back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Asia. Is probably going to try and keep up her selfiness and just she need to hide behind something to be stealthy. Yeah, uh, she's actually now she's going to stay here and delay. Thanks. Uh, let me know when she wants to go. Yeah. Red Jill number four will move there. There are two and here, and then we'll 
appear back out inside the building looking very confused and angry. Um, and call out to a brethren behind her. Uh, who pops up just behind her as well. Uh, right, then those three are going to walk down the steps. So six follows. And then she... Oh, come on. It's, what would two do when she comes down the steps? Going to uh, launch into attack. Uh, where did I put the stats for the T flame? D20 plus trois. 22 oh. to hit. Damn. Sword swords are crit threat 19, aren't they? Yes. Uh-oh. 18. That confirms. Right. Uh, so 2d6 plus 2. Please roll 2 ones. I can't roll dice. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> think that you just stab and Jacinda just does a rotating head thing and just like looks down. It's fine. It's fine. Um, the other red, next red shield will pop down, um, and we'll pop out the staircase there, pop here, it's going to stab, right, wrong dice, uh, right, come on, this one, no, oh. it's fine, the last one is going to pop down, and out, and survey the situation, and is going to charge at the other person. Malexius, you're getting charged mm-hmm. at by a tiefling lady. <laughs> nope. Dink. Yeah. Uh, it's also Malexius, as tiefling lady clinks into you. Oh, you dickhead. Um, I'm going to go for a swing. Nope. <laughs> okay. Scarplume. Well, stand up and attempt to lunge at Reginald. Please make your attacks of opportunity. Yay. Uh, she's lunging at you with a spiked gauntlet, by the way. 23 hits. Ten. Ten, unfortunately, does not hit. Uh, you've done five damage. Uh, rolled a one. Boo. That's actually really unlucky. Um, she gets up. And uh, where's the spike gauntlet? It's a plus four. Well, 1d20 plus four. 19 to hit. Uh, yep. She really doesn't like you and is finally going to get her revenge. She goes a stab with a gauntlet and it just pierces into your chest. Oh, um, no. And you hear this kind of guttural screech of kind of like joy as you kind of fade from consciousness. Uh, Zim, uh, you also hear and see uh, your friend Reggie um, collapse in front of you. At least it wasn't that scorching me. Uh, Reggie! <laughs> oh gosh, no, yes. Uh, well, that wasn't very uh, neighbourly of you, was it, lady? 
she screeches at you, um, and you kind of catch uh, some more swear words at you as she attempts to like swivel around towards you. Uh, oh, Reggie, oh, can you can you just make me a quick uh, efficiency of swear words roll, please? Because uh... I've got a thing. Efficiency of swear words. It'd be like linguistics related, right? Just just roll a d20. Yeah, well, her her linguistics are natural. Oh no. Oh snap. Um Okay, right, hang on. My 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 dis my disadvantage is triggered. It's fine. It's fine. Uh I've just got a minus one penalty on everything. Good. The words you catch are kind of really stand out to you, and you really want to write them down in your book. That's some really good swear words. Mm. I bite my lip. Uh, Reggie, would you like to make me uh, the stabilization check? Uh, sure. What is that? Uh, a const- your roll your constitution uh, constitution check, and then minus two. So it's minus one net. Nope. Nope. Uh, you lose one more hit point. Um, and yeah, uh, only one, not three. Yeah, I don't know why it's it keeps like <laughs> <laughs> it's decreasing by three. That's odd. Uh, you should be on minus three. Um, yep. There you go. Yeah. So basically, you want to get a ten, um, then you stabilized. Okay, Zim, it's your turn. Knife. I'm annoyed. <laughs> oh. Thirteen does unfortunately not confirm in this situation, but seven points of damage does knock her out. Sweet. Whew. She kind of collapses the slasher across the chest with the star knife. I will instantly step over to Reggie. Mm-hmm. And start. I will begin the process of uh, preparing to help him out there. Okay. Stay with me, Reggie. Stay with me. She's gone, Reggie. Zim's here. Ed, you are being accosted by two tieflings. Uh, What would you like to do? If you're saying something, Becca, I can't hear it. Like, I can see your icon lighting up in Discord, but like... Oh, I heard that. I heard that. There we go. Uh... Let's punch back the wall which tried to punch us. 13. 13 tieflings are 16. Unfortunately not. I'm trying to punch me in. There we go. That should hit. Yeah, that hits. Uh, which one are you hitting? Two or oh, six? Which actually stabbed us. Uh, that was six, I think it was. Even though one, I think, yeah. 
Was it level? Uh, yeah. Okay, I'll just I'll just knock off one of them. It doesn't matter that much. Right. Uh, the Tiefly looks injured. Cassia. Uh, <laughs> probably doesn't want to. Yeah, she's gonna keep hiding because <laughs> she doesn't want to get stabbed. <laughs> To be fair, the two people who are the best at fighting in this party are the ones who are currently like looking to be dealing with all of the enemies. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just yeah, she's just gonna chill behind this desk. <laughs> okay. Uh, red. Uh, red number four is going to make a perception check to see if there's anybody hiding. Uh, nope. Neither does the other Red Jill. So they're both going to charge into combat with you, Maxius. Yay. <laughs> so one of them's going to run over there. Um, and that's charge. So that's 1d20 plus, plus 5. Let, let's, let's actually like add a number. 21. Yeah, that'll hurt. Six plus one. Five. Yeah, Malaxius kind of winces. Um, and then the other tiefling is going to do 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 Makes the rest of the movement. And will attempt to hit you. Uh, but this time they didn't charge, but instead are now flanking. So that is a still another five. Nope, natural one. Sweet. No sneak attack for me. Seven, so it's now two and six. Uh, three, only get a plus three to hit. Nope. Nineteen to hit Sin. Sin. That does hit Sin. Okay, cool. Uh, one d. Oh, come on. Try this again. Six points of damage. So, one. You're getting away, guys. Oh, <laughs> a bit much. Uh, right. So that's six. Um, wait, where did that tiefling go? Where, oh, tiefling number five is the other one attacking Malexius. Okay, cool. Oh, nope. it's a 12, but that still doesn't make, make a difference. Malexius, you are approaching surrounded us. Yep. Um. <clears throat> if I bash him, they can still flank me. You can bash and step away. Yeah, but then I, I can still get flanked. Uh, if you step down, it'd be harder for them to. Yeah, that's true. They can still do it, but they can't five foot step do it. Yeah, um, we're going to try uh, impale the one to the top left of me, which is that sick. For D8 plus 5 points of damage. 
top left is Red Jill number four, um, gets impaled and dies. Uh, yeah, Malexis just gonna step backwards and go, who's fucking next? Okay. And it's done. Scarplume is dead. Uh, well, he's unconscious. Uh, Reginald. Yay! Would you like to make me another check to stabilize? Uh, so it's minus three now? Yeah. It's alright, I got you. It's fine. Zim, try and stop him from dying. DC 15 on your heel. This spell works too. I use my gnome spell like ability. Nice. Calling you back to life. Come on, Reggie. Your story isn't over yet. Um, uh, Reginald, uh, you start to st- you stop but stop dying. Um, oh. Actually, I think you aren't dying. You, you aren't dying. You're still dying, but you you are stabilized. Uh, sin. Um, also, I'd like to. Is it- Sorry, I'd also like to look around to see if I can find anything with which to tie up an unconscious Strix. Uh, Including, like, bits of her own outfit. If you've got a belt, that'll do. She's wearing a belt. Yep, you, there's, a, there's a belt you can actually use to tie her up. Okay, next round. That's what I will attempt doing. Hmm. Okay, uh, Sin. Let's keep punching. That's a punch. Eight damage to the one we hit earlier. Okay, uh, that red chill is now dead. Oh, yay! Cool. Nope. 13 unfortunately does not hit. Cassia. Uh, considering getting a travelling kettle to make tea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Reggio number seven um, is going to five foot step and is going to attempt to stab you. 18. I think misses. That is going to miss. Reggio number six is going to stab and misses. Um, it just like every time he tries to poke you, sin. It just, it just, he gets they, they, they the tieflings seem to get more and more confused about why it's not working. Um, Reggio number five comes along five at steps um, and is now flanking. Yep. Eighteen. That will hurt because of flanking. Oh, is that including flanking? That is including flanking. Okay, that's a miss then, unless I'm denied dex. Uh, no. That's the only way I can get, like, flanking is the only way I can get these guys to sneak attack, so... Uh, okay, cool, cool. Malexius, you are flanked again. Yeah. Um, we're going to try to uh, run through the guy behind me. Does a 16 hit? It does hit. Cool. Uh, for 10 points of damage. Yep. 
Uh, was that seven or five you were killing again? Uh, this guy. I don't know his number. Uh, oh, we're gonna can you not see their, uh, to their, their, their name tags? No. Fair enough. Uh, we're going to look the other guy dead in the eye and we're going to say, Third time's the charm, eh? Eh? <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the tiefling seems to be weighing up whether or not um, uh, they want to continue. It's like, why, why don't you want to work? Like, help us. Kind of calls out to, uh, at you, Malexius. Um, go up to... Come on. Yeah, I mean, technically, we came in to pay them a visit and they stabbed you. Yeah. Absolutely. Miss your scar plume that stabilized themselves automatically. Excellent. Uh, Reginald. It's your turn. You are stabilised. Uh, I don't think you can do much. I can't do anything. I'm unconscious. Zim. I would like to tie up Scarplume. Mm -hmm. Scarplume is tied up. Excellent. Um, no, I'm assuming that's my entire action. So. Yeah. Sin. Uh, there is a tiefling left. There's two tieflings left. Uh, we can punch the tiefling. Punching tieflings. Okay, takes nine points of damage. Um, it looks like they're in a lot of pain. Follow up punching of tieflings. Nope. <laughs> What's a uh, potion? <laughs> Cassia. Just yeah. Just uh, starting to look through the desk, see if I've got tea in there. <laughs> uh, give me a second. I just need to check something. <laughs> you find a traveling kettle in the guest. Nice. <laughs> now we just need to fill it with tea. <laughs> uh, there is tea um, and water in it. Um, I'm sure you can figure out some way of lighting it. Fair enough. Um, Regio number six is uh, extremely injured. They're taking their revenge on Sin. Nope, they're not. They're trying their best, and that's the important part. Regio number five. It's like, come on, you're a fellow Tiefling. Why are you trying to kill us? I don't associate with scum. You had your chance. You're the one who works working with those humans. I'm working with people who I think are going to make a difference. And I didn't see yous come into the Tiefling Society to try to change yourself. So you get no mercy in my book. Uh, the, the, you get a kind of a look of disgust as they attempt to stab you and <laughs> fail miserably. I can't even stab right. I mean, honestly. <laughs> Alright, I'm going to try to finish this guy off. Nope. Nope. Scarplume is uh, tied up and unconscious. Reginald, unconscious. Zim. Uh, I think I'm going to at least drag Reggie up to the wall. 
there isn't another way in, is there? So I'll just drag him like as far as I can move him. Yep. Uh, how much does Reggie weigh? Uh, that's a great question. Um, you are wearing gear and stuff. So that's a, like a vaguely important question for Zim. Um, I'll let you figure that out. Uh, Sin. Uh, punching time. <laughs> there we go. Uh right. Uh yes. So uh you send the te- the the tiefling splattering up against the staircase. Let's move into flanking. Yep. You are now flanking with Regia number five. Would you like to uh punch? Uh, she can't. That was a it was a move. Oh double ah. move it two squares. <laughs> uh, okay. Regia number five. Um going to attack the tiefling person they see as a betrayer and going to miss Malexius mm-hmm. try finish him excellent that hits yeah yeah we, we run him through and like pin him to the ground and we say you're a disgrace to our kind you the, the 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 last thing the tiefling does before dying is spit at you. Uh, so I I roughly weigh one forty. My gear weighs another like forty or fifty on top of that. I just gonna like on him. I think basically I'm gonna be dragging you, and some of your gear is gonna have to stay behind for now. That's fair. Yeah, so I, I want to at least get you up to the wall building, if I can, to give you a bit more protection. Um, and then I'll go and investigate what's going on. Once I, I feel like you're at least moderately safe. Right, so um, at this point, what's these two people are going to do... Um, Zim, uh, you hear from above um, uh, the uh, the cries of two people saying, "We surrender." In common. All right, come down with your hands up. No weapons. People inside are uh, killing everybody. Um, we can't really come down. I'll have a word with them. Okay, can you come up first? I'm a bit busy, but I'll have a word with them. Okay. Um, yeah, I think we can drop out of initiative at this point. Unless yeah. you guys intend to, like, pursue the people on the roof. Well, if we were necessarily where they're there, and uh, we'll probably yeah. listen to Zim telling us not... Well, Cassie will listen to Zim telling us he's surrender. <laughs> Yeah. Basically, basically, I'll come up to the closest window and then uh, start calling through that uh, the people on the roof say they surrender. Let them come downstairs. 
Gumble Gumble, okay. <laughs> yeah, Alexius will be annoyed, but agree. And that, we probably want to start looting at some point. Yes. For example, um, this sorcerer, I imagine, is a sorcerer. Indeed. Um, are you going to search the search them, Zim? Uh, first, um, I'd like to say, um, Cassia, can you can you help Reggie here? Took a scorching ray in the face. Probably not in the face. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm going to suggest you search such the lady. Oh, uh, I'm going to, but like um, that's what I would say, and then go off and start the searching project. Yeah, it's going to take a while for me to be able to do anything. I'm out. Uh, I know, but you're better at that sort of thing than I am. Zim, as you start searching them, you find a potion. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember. I forgot to note down what the, the, the DC is to work out what a potion is. So what? I'll roll a skill check and let's see if that. If there's any chance of me finding out, I think we could give it to Reggie. On the other hand, we can wait for uh, Reggie to wake up and Cassie gets her spells back, and then we've got a spare potion for situations like this. Well, let's let's bring everyone inside, tie up everyone who isn't a member of our party, um, stabilize anyone who isn't actually dead yet, and. Uh, search the place, including asking them what everything is. What's this? Potion. Um, well, are you asking Scarpling, or...? I assume she's still unconscious. I'll ask, like, all conscious members of the party and all conscious Regils. Identifying potions, the DC is 15 plus the spell level of the potion. Uh, so it'll be 16. Well, at least 20. <laughs> um, Alexia hasn't the foggiest what it is. Would you like to just pour it down his throat and see what happens? No, he's stable. He's fine for now. I just rolled it in the wrong chat. Ah. I rolled a 26 in the, the chat I'm building my Call of Cthulhu character in. <laughs> if you'll believe me, Nathan. Like yeah, it, it's a kill like wounds potion. Like, <laughs> it's a kill like wounds potion because I want Reggie to be awake. Um, I sleep. <laughs> Reggie, um, if if they if they administer it, you could wake up and then probably fall back asleep again. Um, I mean, Sim, I'm just you... saying we probably want to keep it, but. You won't stop people feeding it to Reggie. We can get more. Yeah, I think Malexius would want Reggie back on his feet. Oops. Yeah, the, pragma- the pragmatic approach is good, but, like, yeah, I don't think Zim would let someone stay unconscious unnecessarily. Cool. Oh, one off. Right. Yeah, and eventually she'll be able to give him two hit points back as well. That'll take an hour. Mm-hmm. I don't fancy uh, role playing a character with both a German accent and lasting brain damage. So, <laughs> uh, would that succeed okay. at helping you? Uh, if you're uh, yeah, that would. Uh... Yeah. Cool. So yeah, you get the twenty-five. Yes, you do get an extra. Yes, you get four hit points overall. 
Eventually, this healing thing is going to hopefully pan out at some point, like level 9. I get okay. 4 hit points. I am on uh, 0. Yeah. I think I'm thinking of potion as well, because that's going to take an yeah. entire hour for uh, Cassia to do. Yeah, yeah so uh, first you get yeah, 1d8 plus 1, I assume. Yeah. I will make I will make another loot. You are yeah. you feeling all right, Reggie? You look a bit got, crispy. He's got like a he's got like a two face esque burn mark <laughs> on half of his face. I was thinking Prince Zuko, but yeah, that two face also works. Uh, you know, I have I have felt better. Um, yeah, I'm 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 not going to beat around the bush. You've looked better as well, mate. Um, oh, uh, I don't know, it might add to his natural charms. Oh, I, I don't know many fire fetishes, but oh, each to their own, I suppose. Yeah, but they all go for the, you know, the scarred, mysterious hero, don't they? Oh, I suppose. Yeah. Anyway, we can get you some salve for that. I'm sure it'll clear up. Don't you worry. Uh, who's this... Um every fellow here to know some sort of sorceress who's this you lot uh well uh, i she he, she wasn't very nice to me oh was she the one no. who did that yes oh i i know given my uh, track record you might assume that that was just my gun blowing up in my face again but uh, actually it was not this time oh that makes a change i suppose right well is there a reason we're keeping her alive i mean she sounds like a bit of a dickhead because she weren't dead that's all fair enough I mean, I'm not particularly one for just killing folks, you know. I know we've got a difference of opinion on that, and I have to respect your opinion. Yeah, I'll I'll respect yours for now. I didn't deal with her. Yeah, um, but I mean, you'd think the uh, the guard would be happy to take this lot off our hands anyway. They've been causing a lot of trouble. Oh yeah, that's true. Maybe get a small reward. Yeah. All right, you lot. What are we going to do with you? You've been causing us a right lot of hassle. Are the two remainders tieflings? Yes. Do I recognise any of them? High or low? Let's go high. Uh, you don't recognise one of them. Uh, the other uh, is uh, familiar. Um, it, and it takes you um, a little while to place them. Um, but you do remember that remember about two, three years ago, um, uh, that the t uh, there was a, there was a, a tiefling that looked just like this, um, who was around for a, a, a good while. Um, um, where did my document go?
Yeah, uh, there was a t- there was a tiefling around um, who was um, a little bit interested in kind of learning the skill, um, but kind of really wasn't like in the mood to like kind of spend the proper time to learn, um, and kind of eventually you know kind of got in with some bad elements, um, and you think that's perhaps why they're here. Yeah. Okay. Um, or or you, uh, guy on the left, you recognise me. Uh no. Well, I recognise you. You um, you were at the society a few years ago. What happened? Um, nothing. You know, like I'm just here. Well, if something there... happened. We do a pretty fucking good job there. So, what happened? Uh, well, you know, it was just you know easier to make money here, and like, well, that's the only way to get ahead. Well, I mean, it's not, though, because that's why the society's there. And that's why people like me are busting our balls trying to get us lot a better start in life. You know, yeah, if, you, if, you, if you continued onwards, maybe you wouldn't be here. Maybe you wouldn't be fucked over by a bunch of people come busting your warehouse and steal all your shit and probably sell you out to the police. They have not been respectful at all to the time and effort that's been put in by the folks of the Clover Neve Society, have you? Um, you know what? I, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't like, I, 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 I could do what I like. Um, you're not the boss of me. Oh, we're not the boss of you, but we wanted to help you make good decisions because look how fucking awful at making decisions you are by yourself. At least your friend over there got the excuse he ain't had the chance to go. I'm starting to like him a bit more than you. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're all free to make our decisions. You know, it's part of life. But when we make decisions, we've got to be responsible for them. And now you've got to be responsible for a lot of bad decisions, a lot of harm you've done to a lot of people. What do you intend to do? Gonna look at Mal. I think Mal is the, the injured party here, really. Uh Mal is gonna sigh and then make I think he's gonna make a sense motive check for himself against them. To see if this guy, like at all, would wanna change. get the impression that um that the kid uh Gardoth, um kind of wants life to be easy um and didn't really kind of want to work for it um and uh is kind of starting to potentially regret some of the choices that have led to him here um he doesn't particularly agree with your method but he also vaguely sees that maybe the way he's been going so far isn't quite the right one and he's not quite sure how to like explain it uh or because yeah. he doesn't there's a part of him that doesn't want to kind of apologize for who he is but like he used to recognize it isn't the right thing that he did yeah um Malexius is gonna spit on the ground um i mean look i know it's tough for us 
especially round ear. So I'm, I'll give you lot a second shot, but this time it's going to be my way. All right. Okay. There's a, a job coming up um, in like a week or so, cooking job. I want to take you twos as apprentice chefs for the shift. I want to see if you guys can do some good work, even if it's a bit of effort. Because the society is not around anymore, but I used to work there, so my responsibility to still help our slot out. That is very broad-minded of you, Mel. Sound reasonable? Luke, um, this, this is definitely not related to the D&D session, but you're the only other one of this group in London. Are, are you getting like a really fucking apocalyptically large storm where you are? Uh, no, I'm, I'm like back with my parents in Guildford. Oh, so, right. Yeah. There are like incredibly thunderous clouds. I'm near Kingston Guildford area and it's like, it's starting to get bad, but like. Right, might might let my parents know because they're uh, near Reading. They're San- you might know it, Santurst. Santurst, yeah. yeah. Um, like, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure there is nothing ominous in this year, in 2020. <laughs> there is nothing ominous about the apocalypse storm that is now hitting. Yeah, we've, we've already gone through so many of the plagues of Egypt. It would just be like contrived to have another one to be. <laughs> Need more creativity, don't we? Yeah, I- I've just waited for the alien invasion at this point. Um, <laughs> right, uh, Gardoff um, kind of looks at the other tiefling. Um, I don't know what his name should be. Yavok, Yanvok, um, and the two, the two, the two of them look at each other and they're like, "Okay, we can give it a try." I guess that that that's the least we can do, right? Yeah, it's not as bad as you think it will be. Uh, meet me, um, Alexius will give like the um, like place location for where they're serving that night. Um, yeah, meet me there um, pretty early because we've got prep to do. But yeah. Okay. If they don't want to do cooking, they could also accompany me on my healing rounds. I might be able to call in a couple of favours. Uh, see if uh, anyone's got a bit of redecorating or maybe something in one of the factories. I know a few people, but at least give it a try yeah. for tonight, all right? Mm. Okay, we can we can try. Right, deal then. Um, Alexis will offer a hand uh, to shake. Uh, it, he thinks about it for a second and then nods and then reaches out with his hand as well. Cool. All right, you two, on your way then. I'll uh, see you later. All right, so the two of them will head out the front door um, and um, will attempt to look for some new, somewhere to, new to live. Uh, are you guys going to loot the rest of this place? Yep. 
right. Uh, it takes you the better part of the next 20 or 30 minutes or so to search through. Um, and you effectively pull together about... Um, uh, a lot. There isn't much in the way of like food and stuff that's stored here, um, or uh, things. But you do pull together. Let's. Where is it? So you get all of this money. Damn. Uh, I also like to remind you that every fifty coins weighs one pound. Um, mm. So work out how you're going to carry all of this money. Alexis. Uh, um. Yeah, <laughs> sorted. <laughs> uh, and then you also find various other jewellery and keepsakes um, that you think's worth about 750 gold, um, but you think that they probably have owners. Uh, and whereas the money is untraceable back to its original owners, you think perhaps the jewellery and the keepsakes may be more traceable. It is whether that's who it belongs to needed back or whether it's better we use it to help fund the rebellion I mean if it belongs to the poor then very much give it back but if it's if the people who lost can live without it what sort of stuff are we looking at um there are lots of like small little brooches, uh, kind of like money pocket, uh, money pouches with like inscribed various people's names on them. Uh, kind of lots of little stuff that like you know people would like kind of look out and say, oh that's mine. Uh, it wouldn't it wouldn't be the end of the world if it's like it's gone forever, but like it, it's it's kind of people's personal property. On one hand, we can make a good name for ourselves by. Um giving it back at the same time 700 gold would be a lot to help fund things what if we could offer some sort of put up a notice or something uh just trying to think like maybe through one of the temples you know have you had anything stolen uh recently come and describe it if it's one of the things, you know, the priest could give it back. Um. Oh, priests might not be the best idea. Um, just thinking something like that. Or we could ask around in some of the taverns for anyone who knows, anyone who's had something stolen recently. We could ask them to. Well, this one when she wakes up. Where they get it. I doubt we're going to get. I. Hmm. Oh, I've already said what I believe we should do with it. We could at least have a look at the notice boards if there's still any anything up in the, you know, the the squares or wherever, saying people are looking for something. Hmm. I suppose it's worth a shot, only for a week or so. If I don't want to, you know, oh, yeah. spend my life. No, just, you know, we could have a quick look round. I mean, I'm not bothered if it's from some wealthy merchants or whatever, but... Oh, know. no, of course. I couldn't give a shit. Yeah, but, uh, you know, if, if it's some personal stuff that, you know, ordinary folks have had to talk off them. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I think that perhaps Laria might be able to kind of, like, help organise, like, a, a kind of a return of the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. But like I said, I think we should make. I think it would be good to make. A, it'd be good to make a token effort to try and get stuff back to ordinary people. But you know, like you said, it, I mean, some of the stuff they could have nicked for months. Um, the other person that might be able to help um, is uh, what's her face? I've forgotten her name. Uh, Chul. Um, Chul would be the um, other person um, who might be able to help you here. Mm-hmm. Remind me which one is Chul. Uh, your ex-ninja friend from the Blossoming Rose Tavern. Oh, yeah. In the Red Roost District. Um, and in fact, being in the Red Roost District probably means she's better placed for returning stuff directly to the poor. Yeah. Okay. Um, in that case, um, if you're going to return the stuff um, at the next your next upkeep phase for your rebellion, uh, you you can roll two d six um, twice and taking the highest result for how many extra supporters you get. Um, hmm. Nice. You get some ex regil members and people are more happy to support you because you know yeah you you are nice people. Um, What's it you guys need to allow him, by the way? I should have checked for um, the loot and stuff. Yeah. 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 Uh, um, I, as I said earlier, there's an, an amulet of natural armor if somebody wants that. Um, yeah. I was going to say, what's people's ACs like? So it's like. Malexius probably doesn't need any more AC for the mm-hmm. short term. Mine is uh, 15, but I seem to be flat-footed every fight <laughs> at the moment. Mine's uh, Cass- Cassius 14 and Sin's 16. Yeah, because yeah, I don't need it. But... Yeah, I'm on 20 and already have a natural armor bonus, so... I would wager Reggie probably can do the mo- have the be- most benefit out of it at least. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, yeah. as proven, if Sin gets hit, it doesn't really matter unless they're using slashing weapons. <laughs> yeah, and like C- Cassie really is to stay away from combat, so. Yeah. We should get yeah, some. Yeah, the rain buffs. is coming down so hard that it's setting car alarms off in the car park. Oh, Holy oh. moly! <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, get your phone out. Take some clips. Send us the clips. <laughs> That's that. That. Uh, I mean, I, I would. I won't be able to like see anything out my window. Hang on, I'll give it a go. Um. Yeah, no. Cassie's going to slowly be getting more supporty stuff and be able to do stuff at the moment. Yeah. Like, eventually, she's going to be doing stuff like channeling. He's basically going to be, I can heal you 600 different ways. Which one do you want today? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, is there some degree of downtime, like, during this kind of uh, stock-taking session? Like, would I have, or would Reggie have time to, like, try and make some stuff? Um, how much time does he need? Uh, hang on. 
that probably should have been a question I was I, I should have expected to to get asked. Guns, uh, thing. Um, on a side note, while this happens, I'm gonna just remove the fog of war and dynamic lighting, mm-hmm. just so you can see this whole map. Um, so yeah, this is what this map looks like. Uh, three floors, and this is what I made this morning. Um, this, uh, where is it? Did you make this on like a a dungeon building tool or? Yeah, a dungeon draft. Uh, nice, it's really good. Yeah. Uh, is it is it premium or? Uh, I think I can't remember how much I paid for it. I think it was like a tenner. Okay, That's cool. I will definitely check that out. Uh, right. Let me post the actual map that they created uh, in uh, Discord. Um, this is this is the this is the this is the the map in the book. Um, Wait, what? <laughs> so you see right above the uh, the the, the uh, so it only shows you the first floor. It doesn't show you the in, inside of the buildings. Um, there's a ladder right above the R, which is the only way up onto the balcony, which you then enter one of the the, the orphanage from one side. Um, but then you then can't actually go out the orphanage because it shows a rope ladder bridge. But the rope ladder bridge actually isn't a bridge. Uh, it's a rope ladder from ceiling the other building uh, to the bottom. Uh, so what? you basically you get up into one building, you fight your way through the building, then you're supposed to get back out and then go up the other ladder into the other onto the roof of the other building and start fighting your way there. That's really stupid. Yeah, that's. Um, and yeah, like so people are basically supposed to like. Uh, one person is supposed to jump from the watchtower bit at the top, uh, jump, run across the roof, jump across onto the um, balcony, and like warn people. And um, yeah, like Dean was explaining it to me. I was reading the book, and I just, I just. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's an, like I, I've played, I've played this encounter on that map where we've been getting hit by scorching rays and everything. And oh boy. <laughs> Yeah, no, I thought I'd just like I'd just create like a nice multi-tiered building, and then, well, we didn't we didn't use the top two tiers, but oh well. Uh, like as soon as you guys said you were going to start like yelling there, she was obviously going to look, and as soon as she saw a human, she was just going to attack. Uh, so we've got some interesting questions. One of which is what we're going to do about this sorcerer. Um, also, what we're going to do with this building we've got. Yes, uh, this was the other benefit of it not being this weird map in that you can now use this building if you like. Yeah. Oh, are there actually prisoners? Uh, they are dead corpses. Um, we, sh- we should probably get rid of them. Yeah. Don't do much for the mood. Nah. Um, I think about feng shui. <laughs> actually, I'll tell you one thing we can get uh, Janvok and Gardoth doing, just cleaning this place up. Mm. Maybe it can be turned into like a, a local um, youth centre or something. Um, would you like to make me a knowledge religion or knowledge local check? Yes. Yes, I would. Um. You are 99% certain the big statue over here is a statue of a rodent. Uh, and you are very certain that, like, uh, if you attempted to open up this building for, like, business, um, you'd probably very quickly get the guard on your tail. Um, because 
I maybe, already that. Yeah, maybe maybe we can we can move that statue. Mm. Is there a cellar or something? Uh, unfortunately, there appears to be only stairs leading upwards. Um, mm. This, but as far as you can tell, uh, this the bottom floor here seems to be more of a uh, kind of a small temple, um, and then leading up the floors, uh, it was basically an orphanage of the, on the, the the first floor, uh, and then there was a flat roof uh, for kind of storage of stuff. No, it's okay. Uh, I'm still going to recommend that even if we're going to basically leave the bottom floor as looking unused for the sake of any passers-by and use the upper floors as secret base, um, we probably still should consider getting rid of the statue because then if anyone does come in and bust in, they at least can't claim that we're secretly worshipping Origin. Yep. Yeah, you know the big main Erodian temple in the city is now mm. the uh, uh, temple to Asmodeus at the very top of uh, Temple Mount. Yeah. Temple Hill, not Temple Mount. That's a different place. Temple Mount mm. is in Jerusalem, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, this is Temple Hill. Not the same thing. Um, yeah, like maybe we can... Um start slowly making arrangements for the, the statue to be, you know, dig up a bit of the floor and bury it or something like that. Mm. Yeah, over the, over the years, like, various gangs have used this place. So the statue is reasonably worn, um, but um, there isn't really much... Uh, it is still pretty, obviously, a statue of Rodan. Mm. Anyway, mm. not, not an immediate thing. Um, why don't we use this cell, this convenient cell, uh, to temporarily store our, um, the sorcerer. Okay. Um, and how many corpses have we got? There's two already in the cell. Yeah, there's two corpses in the cell when there's uh, five bodies here. Yeah, we need to get rid of them. Um, right, before I forget, so you've killed five people here, you talked down two, you killed six in the last place, so that's 13 times 200 experience is what, 2,600, plus 800 experience for beating up Scarplume, uh, 3,400, uh, divided by 4 is 850 experience each. Nice. Cool, cool. Uh, so to answer your earlier question before I got distracted by um, the apocalypse, um, it takes one day per thousand gold of cost. Um, for crafting firearms uh, with the exception of repairing the starting weapon which costs 300 gold and one day of work to upgrade it to a masterwork um, I don't know how like how, how much gold do we have at the moment and like how much realistically should we be splitting between each like player as opposed to using on rebellion stuff we've got quite a lot yeah, I use a lot of it so um, to get the satchel. I'll probably be trying to do over the week sort of working some bits out. We also probably want to try and loot off all the tieflings we killed. Yeah, um, I think we're on roughly 600 at the moment, taking like a glance at our... Yeah. Yeah. 600, roughly 600 in cash. Um, yeah. And then there's a few bits and pieces of valuables that we haven't used yet. Um, yeah. 
Should we go ahead and give that amulet to Reggie? Mm-hmm. Which, uh, what's its name, just so I can write it down? Amulet of Natural Armor plus one. And to be fair, actually, with the way I tend to work out magic stuff, um, we'll be generating, because um, effectively, I've got a sheet. I'll show it to you guys, and you can choose whether to use it or not, which do work out how much people get based on what they've claimed. Hmm. Which we don't have to do it that way. But um, It might be useful to at least have a look at it. Yeah. We do it, because in a lot of the games we play, you've got, like, people who claim a lot and people who don't claim much because it doesn't help their builds because they want specific things. Yeah. Uh, I've started a redemption tracker for Mal as well. Redemption tracker for Mal. Yeah. Yeah. Every every time you persuade someone to give up to give up their uh, you know uh, uh, thingy of ways the wicked ways and uh, turn to the path of being an honest hardworking citizen. Uh, there is uh, still um, a a tiefling in a barrel somewhere, by the way. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. yeah Switch to potentially convert. Like there is nothing there's there is basically nothing that you can do to make the strips on your side except maybe agreeing to, to help her kill all humans. Um kill all humans. Like Strix don't like humans at the best of time and she was too much for them. Um like she hated them so much that they thought it's gonna cause us more problems working with her. Well, she's in the cage now, so... Yeah. yeah. Maybe we can arrange to have her sent to a demi-plane with no humans. I mean, there's a uh, island somewhere in... off... I keep forgetting what it's called. Andor. Andoran. Uh, where there's some Strix. They just might be a bit too colourful for her liking. Mm-hmm. Elemental plane of air. Anyway, a problem for later. Yeah. Um. Would it be all right if we called it? I'm just trying to. I think there's one thing I've missed. Um. Oh yeah, one other thing that's going to happen next time you do your upkeep. Uh, you're going to get a donated 3D10 gold for your the treasury of the rebellion. Nice. Yeah, cool. That's that written. Uh, I think I've given you all the loot. We've killed all the people. Yeah, I think that's it. We shall reconvene uh, in on the twentieth. Um, moving past the twentieth on the fourth of July, um, an auspicious day indeed. Uh, the University of Sheffield Roleplaying Society is planning on hosting a big 24-hour roleplaying like gameathon, um, which is entirely virtual. Um, so, if uh, you guys are interested, um, that will be happening from some point in the morning on Saturday to some point in the morning on Sunday. Uh, 
I anticipate still running the game uh, on the 4th. Um, but, like, in case you, you guys were interested in jumping in for, like, a little bit to do something, uh, join something going on, I uh, just want to let you guys know. Yeah, yeah, cool. I may well be interested. Yeah, um, more details will happen, like, once I finish exams next week and, like, I can actually start planning. Yeah, understandable. Um. <laughs> uh, Beyond that, uh, yeah, that's it. I will see you people next Saturday for Necropolitans. Mm. Cool, cool. Which will be which will be the three year anniversary session. Oh wow, yeah. Because twelfth of twelfth of June was when we started. Damn. Yeah. And Jal will be finally free. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Three three year long character arc. Let no one say I do not deliver <laughs> on the long term narrative. It, it, took, it took its time, but Charles finally becoming a real real character. I he, might even he, yeah. go ahead. He's he's still an apprentice wizard, but he he's getting there. <laughs> I might even let you get to level ten one of these days. No. <laughs> no, Blast, no, it's it's fast for me. Luke, have you actually leveled up in when you've been in part of the party? Um, I think we've leveled up once or twice because we you did can... that big level and adjustment um, for undead levels. You joined like a year and a half ago. Yeah. So, like, I think I think after you joined, leveling became a lot slower. I'm sorry. It's fine. <laughs> Perfectly fine. Um, right. I, I feel like I've got a reasonable grasp of the overall path to a climax for the campaign now. So, go another five or six good. years, and we should be there. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm genuinely hoping to actually speed things up. So, mm. fair, fair. All I ask is that Jal does actually get to graduate from his apprenticeship so that like, he's an actual wizard um, before the end of the campaign. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> that. I mean, everyone knows actual wizards are bad in, uh, in D&D because they're unbalanced. Clearly, apprentice wizards, obviously not a problem. Yeah, I guess. That makes sense, right? Yeah. Definitely. Cool. Um, yeah, yeah thanks enough. for running. No I've got a, yeah. All right. See, see you later. Take care. See ya. Thanks, for oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Bye. thanks everyone. Bye. See you on Monday, backup. Yeah. Bye, um, yeah, you've got mm. one exam left, you said? Yeah, one on the 12th. So, how, uh, have, it, how have they been going? Just like nonstop stress, like because it's it's been like exam after exam after exam. Um, so it's like I think the first day I had a break on was Wednesday, um, which was kind of like it was a nice like chill day. Um, and then I kind of I don't know. I, I, on Friday it was just it was just nice to like hit it and be like, I'm taking the next three days off. Uh, I'm gonna do nothing. Um, I couldn't believe when you said you had 15 exams. Yeah. The department and they've up the pass mark as well. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 it's. Yeah. Oh well. It's nearly done, and I think I think. I just... Yeah.
you're going to have so deserved a break when you hit the mm. last one now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, hope everything keeps going okay. And, uh, you know. Whew. Yeah. I don't envy you, but well done. Yeah. Thanks. How, how, how's life in lockdown going? Um, yeah. Uh, it's all right. Um, my wife's been having a bit of a tough time. You know, she started doing this course. Uh, vaguely, I know she was doing. She was like, she was. She, she had. She was doing something for a student visa. So, um, so she's here on the spouse visa now. So that's all fine. But um, okay. we decided because she got a job offer that is then put on hold, um, mm-hmm. and to give her something to do for a bit, she decided to do a Kelter course. Um, and it's the intensive culture and she's actually really struggling with it I think a mixture of the actual course is genuinely very intensive and is a very different style of teaching to what she's used to mm. um, but also just to think all of the stress and worry that's been piling up and piling up um, mm. you know so she's having a very tough time with that and um, so you know we're doing a lot of you know because we can't get her a counsellor at the moment Mm. Um, so she has OCD. So mm. um, yeah, I've been trying to sort of support through that, but that's that's a bit exhausting for both of us. Obviously, much worse. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so other than that, other than that, I think we're okay. Um, mm. So that's good. I guess, like, as long as you're kind of on top of things, that's the important bit. Yeah. So I'm sort of just it, it's very much just head down in terms of work because it's exam period so it's all yeah. about you know getting marks on things recording dissertation marks telling people they need third markers uh mm. trying to get things sorted out ready for the exam meetings like the you know the the classification boards and so on yeah um so it's just gonna be a bit i suspect i'm gonna be doing a lot of overtime in the next few weeks but we'll see mm. Well, I guess if you get you get paid out for overtime, that's it. Um, you know, and I mean, obviously, one advantage is if I'm at home, it's way easy to do overtime because I can do things like have a proper break, have you know, go out for a walk, have my tea, do a bit in the evening if I want to. You know, it doesn't have yeah. to be like when you're just staying behind at work and getting more and more tired and starving. Mm. So yeah, you know. Hmm. Right, I should probably let you go and I should probably go and see if Tintian's woken up. Yes. I shall probably need to figure out what's for dinner. So I shall see you next Saturday. Saturday, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we All shall right. figure out what's going on with Joel. Yes. Cool. cool. See you, man. See ya. Bye. Bye. And that's it for this episode. Thanks for listening to the podcast. You can find us on librariansandleviathans.blogspot.com with hyphens in between those words. Uh, I'm old school like that. The podcast theme music is, as always, Vultava from Mavlast by Smetana. Always one of my favourite songs. The campaign theme is My Revolution by Miracle of Sound. Gav is a fantastic musician and kindly makes his music available for podcasters. You can find him and hundreds of great tracks 
at miracleofsound.bandcamp.com and I strongly suggest you go and check that out. There's also some brilliant videos on YouTube using his music uh, and I particularly recommend this one with its Assassin's Creed video. Thanks for listening. I hope you've enjoyed yourself and goodbye.